right, you hear the voice of Peter Cetera, and that can only mean one thing. We are back for episode two of Amy Makes Us Try Stuff slash Amy Popping Gut Lifestyle Brand. Wait, I'm still fighting it, on the is, name. Is, is there a colon in there somewhere? It's is it the Amy Popular Lifestyle Brand colon Amy makes us try stuff a podcast? <laughs> no, it's called the. To, to clarify, the podcast is called Amy makes us try stuff. The cover art says Amy popping a lifestyle brand because I think it's a bigger thing than just a podcast. Yeah, right. That's that, that's the parent company. Yeah, absolutely. And in this case is, anyone was wondering, I am in the room. So oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I guess we will allow you to talk. <laughs> no, I like it. I really like it. So yes, no. Um, I I. I like the cover art. Um, I appreciate that. I feel like my um, 13-year-old self would have really liked it. That's what I was shooting at. Yep, absolutely. Nope, nope. So what what has Amy made us try, Chris? Well, so far she made us try one thing, and that's my fault. Um, so no, the thing no, no, is no, 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 no. Fault. Yeah, the, oh, right. thing the is reason my that it was fault. two months ago. The reason it was two months ago that we that we recorded the first episode of this was uh, we watched the first season of Justified. And I have learned something from this, Amy. An FX original. An FX yes. original series. I have learned that I'm pretty bad at watching TV on demand. Oh. Yeah. And see, that, see, I didn't know that because I, I know didn't know that, that either. Well, I know that Sam is very good at watching TV on demand. I'm very good at doing assignments is what I'm doing. You are. At. That's true. Um, and I only watch show. I mean, that's the only way I watch shows anymore. And mm-hmm. I'm a listener to this um, podcast channel. Mm-hmm. So I listened this week already to your conversations about summer TV or summer movies, right, rather. Right. Thank you for rescuing cars. Because I was literally composing my email right. about Cars 1 when yeah. you jumped in and cleared it up. Yeah. Really? So, it's Doc Hollywood with Cars. What, it's great. It is. I don't want to get too off topic here, but what do you like about Cars 1? Um, I actually think Cars 1 is a great Pixar movie. Um, it's I actually use it in teaching. Here's why I really? love Cars 1. Because students love it okay so i make references to cars one in my environmental mm. history course and they all know i have a slide where like the radiator springs gang comes up and they're waiting for the interstate highway like like all the the business that's going to bring to their town and then i play the song that uh, james taylor sings sure. and they all like i mean like it resonates with them but as sam was noting i have two sons and like our life was the cars movie mm. for a good four years mm-hmm. i mean that is, you know, instead of Matchbox cars, they produced good toys. They produced too. good toys. Oh, okay, it was I'll, clever. I'll sure. Cars two was horrible. It had Paul Newman. It had Paul Newman yeah, in true. it. Cars two was terrible, and they Thank and you. you guys cover that. But no, Cars one actually holds a very special place in my okay. heart. So I was, like I said, I was composing my email mm-hmm. when then Sam jumped in and kind of. Well, and, and actually, since we're talking it. about things that are on the the podcast channel, um, we are flooding the zone this week, so don't miss stuff because there's. Well, this is our third podcast this week that we're posting. Yes. We posted one on Tuesday, one yesterday, and we're posting one today. And if you need sweet, actually, sweet, sweet. <laughs> if you need a great sock recommendation, there my favorite socks is a company called World's Best Socks, wow. which is easy to remember, and they mm. are reasonable and they are amazing. So Nathan Gossett, if you're listening, I'm this would be men's and women's socks. Men's and women's socks, World's Best Socks. All right, we'll be looking Thanks. into that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yes. So um, yes, uh, we we watch TV on demand. I'm sorry. Oh, don't, that don't your apologize. With it didn't go particularly. Don't apologize. Well. I just realized that. That uh, TV watching is not something I do much of anyway. Uh, I feel like there's like this hour, hour and a half, two hour window maybe in my day where I might watch a TV show. And oftentimes I think come up with something else that I'd rather do, mm-hmm. which is bad for this because I really did want to watch this to, to, uh, f- uh, with you guys. Um, I just I just procrastinated way too much. But I'm, I'm done yeah. now. I watched it. I watched it for a season. I know, but I feel like you didn't enjoy it then. No. It was well, well, okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so... Uh, 
Chris, uh, no, I will say I spent this morning reading Justified recaps oh. um, because I wanted to remember yes. like and, and, ju- and Justified fan fiction. Well, and, no, it, it was helpful. It was helpful because like well, I had forgotten the arc of the season because yes. I. Um, I'll, I'll start with my first impressions of the show when okay. I started watching. I got probably. I think that first weekend I watched three or four episodes because I would email Amy after every episode to be like, one more down, one more down. Okay. And my initial impression of the show, and now this is looking probably three or four episodes in, was that this seemed like a pretty good um, USA Network show. Okay, what do you mean when you say that? Because I have a sense of that. Um, it's, 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 you think of the production quality, say, um, of Burn Notice. Think of mm-hmm. um, Monk. Yeah. Think yeah, of... Like, um, so, so the production uh, quality psych. is good. It's kind of... Psych is what I thought about because I actually yeah. really like Psych yeah. um, for what it is. But it's kind of Blue Sky TV where it, where it feels like it's about the episode. The serialization seems pretty light. It felt kind of case of the weeky. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was funny is I knew the show wasn't that because yeah. I've heard enough people talk, who love the show and who've talked about it where I, I knew that at some point there was going to be like season-long arcs. Yep. It's just you have to get – now, you have to get pretty deep in – I think it's around episode 9 or 10 yep. when – Things start to circle back, and you realize, oh, oh. there's something bigger going on. And it on gets here. a little darker. Right. And that, that's another piece of it. Like, like I will say, when he's in the police, or not the police yes. station, the marshal's, the marshal's office, yes. and his um, the guy who's his uh, direct superior. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy seems like he's, he sometimes seems like he's in the wrong show. Like, he seems like he should be on psych. He's okay. a little, it's a little more comedic. Like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. It's a little not, broader. Not his, his part isn't. But, like, everything about the stuff with him early on makes me feel a little bit like you guys are trying to figure out what you're doing. And and for me, the show took a big turn towards something that was like, this was fine. To, like, I really liked from about halfway through episode 10 through episode 13. It's when the show – it's like my sense was it kind of felt – it found, found itself. And it was – Yeah. And, and, I mean, it had to be that this is where they were headed the whole time. Um, thankfully, they got a full season order so yes. they could get to that yeah. point because the, to me, the show got really good when episodes didn't end with resolutions. Yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and even the final episode of the season, episode 13, there's kind of a resolution in that some, of the, some of the deck is cleared. We have some yes. people who are like, like uh, Bo Crowder is no longer a with factor. Right. We mm-hmm. think. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Bo is dead. Bo is dead. Bo Crowder is dead. The dad. Oh, yeah. 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 There's, yeah. No, there's no confirmed. There's no pulse check. He's, just not, he's just not moving. That guy's dead. Bo Crowder right. is yeah. right. yeah. done. Right. Um, but, but, it, but it also opens up a bigger world, right. too. Like, you know, sure. like now we really have seen the Miami people. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, you know, it circles back to, to, to the very first um, scene of the show. So, uh, actually, I, I purposely didn't watch season two yet before we had this conversation because I wanted us to be at the Likewise, exact same point. Although I just barely got the Yeah, right, one. Chris. Yeah. Right, um, <laughs> yeah, Chris would have blown through it. He'd be done. That's right. Yeah. Season two. So, so actually, I, I really, uh, I, I it, it turned for me to a show that I was watching because I'm a friend of Amy's to like a show that's like, I, I mean, I, I fully think I'm going to watch season two because I really mm-hmm. enjoyed where that ended. And my hope is, and you don't need to tell me this, yeah. although you could, my hope is that Season two feels a lot more like the back half yes. of season one. I think you will find that basically, with with the exception of a few a few random episodes in season three and season four. First of all, season two is amazing, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but you, I think you're going to find that where you are right now is where this series will be till the end, okay. like till the end. Because because is. I would say that the the first, and I'm going to let Chris talk in a minute. Sure, no worries. The, the first uh, eight episodes have like a a problem. Um, 
a problem that The Wire has created for shows, which is like this stuff should take longer than it does. Like, like I feel like in the first couple episodes, there's a an issue and it gets resolved yeah. in the episode. And mm-hmm. I mean, and The Wire was all about like this is a slog, and even when you get there, you don't really get there. Yeah. Um. So, so that kind of bothered me a little. That's why it. That's why it felt like Psych because Psych is clean and and it's like okay, you get to the end of the episode and we've caught the bad guy and we've yeah. moved on. Um. And and that stopped. And and I think that was and and, and you know and you, there can be some of that because I think there's probably some police work that actually they do um, resolve rather quickly. But the fact that you realize, oh, some of this stuff is just. It's tangled to the point where I'm confused, and that's actually yeah. a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, that it's not like, well, I know what's going on. Why can't Raylan figure it out? It's like, I'm not even sure, like, who's on whose side. So that, yes. I, that so right. I'll, I'll stop talking for now, and I want to hear Chris. Wow. Okay. Let me set this up, Sam. So let me ask you. There's a concept within television intelligentsia, some of the people we listen to, mm-hmm. about prestige TV. Mm-hmm. What prestige TV mm-hmm. have you watched? Okay. I have se- I, I've seen The Wire, but I came to it late. So, like, The Wire's not as high as it is for other people. Sure. Like, it's but the- you've seen it. Yes. Mad Men. You've seen it. Love Mad Men. Mad Men's um, maybe my favorite show. Sopranos, Breaking Bad. You've seen it. Never seen Sopranos. Okay. okay. Yeah. But Breaking Bad you've seen. Can Breaking I, Bad I've do seen. Do I get to answer that? Can I, throw, can I throw one more in just because I want to make a case for this? If this huh? was Sam Makes Us Try Stuff, you'd all be watching Fargo Season 2 from last right. year because it was amazing. All right. Okay. Um, I've seen Sopranos. I've seen parts of The Wire. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I probably watched four episodes of The Wire, and I think it was just too much for me at the time. You, okay. know, you always kind of have to balance your palate a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and so, and I was a lover of Mad Men. I've seen all of Breaking Bad, so just to put some context there around. Like, Sam and I have quite a few mutual shows, mm-hmm. but... Okay. Yes. Let me... Uh, this is this is sort of confessional, sort of uh, uh, shame-oriented, oh. but also just... He likes two and a half men. <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I simultaneously don't like a lot of TV, but also haven't watched a lot of TV. Mm. All of those episodes, all of those shows you just mentioned, I have seen zero of them. Okay. Wow. No Breaking Bad. No, no Sopranos. Uh, no Fargo. No Game of Thrones. Um, no Walking. You know, n- nothing that you kind of consider like, like prestige or prestige light. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. Can I ask of- why? Is it just? Time? Is it yeah? Is it just it's, you're it's, not a it, TV watcher? Yeah, I'd rather read, or I'd rather I, I play video games occasionally. Uh, I'd rather read. I just I just want to tell you. <laughs> no, like, seriously. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, I, I, I'm not, not to be fair. I'm not one of those guys who puts his TV in the closet. It's like I don't have a TV. Like you've no, got a cool TV. It's a nice big. It's, it's in your room. And yeah, yeah it's, it's, but, it's fine. Um, my wife. I'm not throwing her under the bus either. But her preferences are more towards those kind of USA type shows. She loves yeah. Burn Notice and she liked uh, Royal Pains and uh, Monk. Like this, uh-huh. And so when we watch TV together, I often kind of default to the things that she likes sure. to watch. Unless I'm watching like a, like a sports or something like that. So I have in recent months made my initial forays into some prestige TV. Uh, I, 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 mean, I guess you're not, not going to say that Justified is it kind of in that upper tier of prestige TV. It's kind not of for me, kind yeah. of prestige light, maybe. Uh, or, yeah, I mean, I, or I, even, or I, I was high quality. Yeah, I would put it in terms of it's not like this at all, but in terms of like the level at which I like, I liked The Wire. Uh-huh. I like Justified right now, but I've also, like I said, it's just gotten good. So mm-hmm. I don't know after season. Come talk to me after season yes. two. Okay. Is it is it in the plane of Mad Men and Breaking mm-hmm. Bad? Not yet, but those are right. those. We were talking yesterday about things that are perfect. Like those are pretty close to perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm so, I, I'm actually excited for you, Chris, because at some point you're going to fire up Mad Men, and it's it's see, I'm not it's sure that great I will. art. Okay, it, so it I, is I, truly great art. I feel like 
I realize it's not a Mad Men podcast. I feel sorry. like I, w- I will watch some of these things, but the prospect of because it's quote unquote important, and I need to watch important things to be part of the cultural conversation. They're so fun though. Yeah. Okay, then that would be helpful. Because I, 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 I would also oh, say, oh, hold on, hold on, because okay. when I look in from the outside, things like Breaking Bad and Mad Men don't look fun to me. Oh, they're super oh. funny. They're like they're, they're mm. actually when 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 some when Greenwald says Mad Men was often the funniest show on TV, like he means it. It's it. They're a pleasure. They're a joy to watch. Okay, because I will say, it looks say daunting. I will Mad say, Men is like a daunting. book where you I, I there's certain books I love where three years has passed and I can read that book again mm-hmm. and okay. it feel you know it's yeah. just like it's like oh I get to enjoy this huh. again. We're about a year away from watching exactly. Mad Men again. Yeah. yeah. So and I and I know I've extolled the virtues of this to you all before, but. What's kind of keyed me into the fact that this is possible for me to do? This sounds like it sounds like I'm talking about like doing like a marathon or something. But is I watched Legion this fall and or this spring, and Legion was great, and I really enjoyed it. And I I think I can I think I can peel yeah. some of these things off. So I'm going to need some help from the two of you to figure out what thing I should try sure. next. Sure. But that said, okay. I so think here's, see we have this podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But, I, but hopefully, you know, hopefully, I don't know if you've heard of it. There's another episode of TV in my in my future. No, here. I've I've learned my lesson. Yep. So okay, let me give my let me give my take here. When it started out, I think I was more quickly in than Sam okay. was, and maybe for some of the same reasons that he was more skeptical. The USA, right. you were like, like, "Hey, yes, what I watch this kind of thing." Uh, and so I I really like the premise. I should uh, say uh, that. Um, I'm not from Kentucky. I'm from Ohio, but uh, Ohio borders Kentucky, and it was real easy for me to pick up that accent almost as soon as I started watching the show, much to my wife's annoyance. Oh, funny. Um, and so enough that I had to kind of be careful of that. But I, um, I really liked the premise. I, I liked the characters. And I think I'm going to offend both of you with this characterization. Oh. But I liked this show for the same reason that I liked the Gilmore Girls. Oh, in that, I don't know where it's going, but I'm not you, offended yet. <laughs> if you kind of, if you kind of break down the plot of Gilmore Girls, it's not particularly compelling. What's compelling about the Gilmore Girls is the setting and the characters. Yeah. And I like to justify it for the setting and the yes. characters. To Sam's yeah. point um, about being sort of uncertain about where the where the plot was headed, who's on whose side, that does come in in episodes. Uh, 11, 12, 13, kind of that final arc. And mm-hmm. that, is, that is the part I enjoyed the most, too. That it got better by the end. But it, into, before that point, the plots are really straightforward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, you're really watching this because you enjoy, and, and here I want to highlight the, the things I specifically enjoyed. Ray, uh, Timothy Oliphant's uh, Raylan Givens mm-hmm. is an excellent character. Mm-hmm. Almost, um, and there's this, there's this shift that happens midway through the season where he becomes not just the uber-competent, uber-swaggy uh, um, sheriff, or, or, or marshal in this case, I guess. But he but there's some there's some pathos to him. There's some rule of weakness and vulnerability to him. Oh, yeah, he's a him. troubled yeah. person. Yeah. 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 Yep. And, and that, that's not immediately apparent. Um, but uh, the, I mean, the, the, the thing that made this show is Walton Goggins. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyd Crowder is the best thing in this, in this first season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is it, it is it, it was almost a problem because he's not in big chunks of it for me and like he's the most electric part of the show and yep. and just and wait Ol- <laughs> Oliphant is better yes. when it's he and Gaga yep mm-hmm. um, because because it's like they're they're you're, you they can match each other better where I think some of the other people like I, I didn't yeah I'm, I'm sorry but I, I really the, think the, the Bo Carter character was quite good too I don't know that actually yeah name. yeah yeah but I but in the same way that in the show. They couldn't ever tell if Boyd Crowder actually believed his sort of pseudo preacher messiah stuff, mm-hmm. or if it was just a put on. Mm-hmm. 
I couldn't tell either. Mm-hmm. Right. And I couldn't tell what the show wanted me to tell. Yes. Right. And that's right. great. I'm just, yeah. I have nothing to say other than to just get excited. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I will say, I didn't, I liked it, but I don't, uh, th- this is why I don't put it in the, the in the upper echelon yet, is because I it's not as fun to watch yeah. as, say, Mad Men or Breaking Bad. It might get there. Okay, that's um, really, that's reassuring to me because these things, like I said, coming into them don't look fun to watch. They, they are. They look yeah. like they're important right. and great and I should absorb them, but not Oh, fun. see, and I think that that's one of the advantages of having watched um, Mad Men. Like, I remember watching Mad Men when it premiered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the great things is that you don't have that. I didn't watch Mad Men through that lens of, you know, this is supposed to be. So it's like I just yeah. watched it. It was a show I watched from right. the very beginning. But oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I like what you said, though, about the idea that really the setting is truly a character in this show. Yes. And I think it does it well. I love the opening of the show. Um, I like the, the, the title, the theme music to the show is great. Um, so, I, sort of a country hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. It's interesting you say that because that's actually the stuff where I was like, I don't know. Like, oh, like, like country hip hop is, oh, I love like, it. I, it's Think probably like, to. no, but it's probably like the right. furthest from something from like, if you want to lay down a vibe that I'm going to enjoy, mm-hmm. like that's, that's probably yep. not going to be it. So I, it succeeded despite those things. Okay. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Can, can I offer uh, another uh, little uh, softball for you guys to hit back at me? Sure. One of my biggest issues with this show were the female characters. And I think this is a problem a little bit with the writing. Not necessarily. Um, have you have you read a lot of Elmore Leonard yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. I haven't. No. How do you think he does? Fe- how do you think he does female characters? Well, I think you need to wait. Okay. Like I think really? that's just it. Is that I don't think you see a ton of depth to Ava Crowder in this um, season. Or it's a little. Or, his or, or um, yeah. Or Winona. Yeah. I think yeah. that. This season, it's a little woman stereo. It's a little bit woman stereotypical. Super except, well, except Ava. that Ava Crowder shoots her husband. I mean, that's like sort of where. Yeah, but she's sort of the Southern Belle. I make up my own mind kind of. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think you just have to wait. And at the same time, what I like about the characterization. Um, of the women in this, um, we don't see a whole lot from Rachel, who is one of Raylan's, um, one of the other um, marshals. She becomes a much more prominent character. I was wondering about that. Is that yep. the, the African American? Yep. She becomes I really much liked more. Her, yep. But she's very limited. She becomes much more prominent in okay. seasons to come. Um, next season, uh-huh. the uh, main villain is a woman. Okay. Um, and it's it's Margot Martindale. I'm not ruining anything. I don't know if you're familiar I, with no. Margot Martindale. I, no. um, she's in relation amazing. to Wink Martindale? What? In relation to Wink she's Martindale? She's amazing. And um, if you are, neither one of you are, are watchers of FX original The Americans. Margot Martindale also mm. um, is on The Americans and okay. is amazing. She is like the epitome of, I mean, she, it's a fascinating character. She actually won an Emmy for her role mm. um, um, in in uh, this in this season of Justified season okay. two that she'll be in, so I actually like. I know it looks a little stereotypical, and at the same time, like every female in Justified to some extent is trapped. That's my mm. kind of take on it, mm-hmm. and I actually think that there's a lot there's a lot there. It's not trapped in a total, um, just limited stereotypical way. It's like a trapped in a like, yep. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of truth and reality actually to some of the um, limitations that these characters have. So I actually like the way that women are represented okay. and justified, but you see more of it. There will be more to come, and there's a lot more to Ava Crowder. There's even That's more good, to Winona. She's very damsely in this no, season. Yep, you just got to wait. You just got to okay. wait. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, I like that because um, Ava Crowder, um, Winona, this character, Rachel, they all 
become more prominent in season two and then and then it, with the exception of Winona remain prominent until mm. the very end so mm. okay. it's not like there's like like right now I'm watching Halt and Catch Fire which is an A&E show which mm-hmm. is about the computer boom um, in Dallas in the early 1980s what season are you on? season oh have you watched Halt oh, yeah. and Catch Fire we're um, finishing are we on season three no season two we're ending okay. season two yeah we haven't watched three yet but we've seen okay so you know season two and they you know and I had read reviews of this sort of becomes very w- female centric like mm-hmm. they do a lot more with the female characters um, justified, it, it isn't like that. There isn't like the, the women's season or it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like they just become more prominent and then they right. remain more prominent throughout the, and I actually like that it's not going to go to places of female stereotype. Okay. So that's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you, when you were watching this and mm-hmm. th- you weren't supposed to do this, but just a question, could you figure out why, why I wanted you to watch this or why I thought I would say, would? I would say, um, I, 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 t- I tie a lot of it into also, um, well, yes, in terms of I think the the Boyd Crowder yeah. religion stuff, I think is really That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because one of the things I, I I kept in mind things you said about how like people change but people don't change. Like I so I was thinking a lot about that. Um, I also um, and this was not an Amy makes us try something, but it did come up in the last episode. I read a couple times the uh, Hillbilly Elegy, yeah, um, which was very helpful and informative too. I think like those things kind of colored each other. And we should mention since ways. our last podcast, you listened to Hillbilly Elegy, so now Twice. we all. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so now yeah. we all that that, have... that that next Sunday I read it again because I had some time and I really yeah. was like I was into it. It was really good. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, I, I think I totally get like to the degree I get why you wanted me to read that book. I get parts of that, and I and I really think um, there to me, it's all it, everything that I'm really interested in is about Raylan and Boy. Yes, um, yeah. And, and again, I don't, I'm not saying I don't find the rest of the show interesting. It's like that's the the gravity that pulls yep. me in. Is and that. and I think that that okay. So in season one, Walton Coggins didn't have a permanent contract yet. So mm. that's partially why oh, you can't figure out sort of like. You know, he's sort of more background and if you, and you can see that now, right? That you can see how season one, they could have actually ended with like, that's it. That was season one. That was right. the end of, of right. that. And instead, like Walton Coggins was working on, um, two shows. He is on, um, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, oh. is he? Okay. Um, well, and I never wanted to watch that show, but I, now it's like, yep. well, maybe. And he was also on, oh. Mm, I can't remember another. I almost want to say another. Principles. Yeah, well, that came later. Yeah. Like another AMC show. Now, shoot, maybe a listener knows and will write to us. I'll look it up after. But anyway, point being that Hell on um, Wheels. Maybe I'm trying to think of like what are other. It AMC may have shows. been Hell on Wheels because because um, Timothy Oliphant was on um, Deadwood, uh-huh. and I sometimes get confused like who was on which show. That's kind of 19th century stuff. But um, anyway, so then because of that chemistry and the fact that then Walton Coggins was like I'm into the you know like uh-huh. loved it then um, the show filmed in California the show film films in Southern California where um, like both of the both um, of the main stars live and so anyway mm-hmm. um, then I think it, that the chemistry between those two worked so well and what I really like is that that's never going to go away there's never a season where that isn't in there somewhere mm-hmm. and even though there are multiple different plot lines every season has different central villains until then, um, he is it, it. Like their relationship is always um, a big part of everything that's happening, sure. and it's mm. always authentic. It never feels forced. It's mm. never like, oh, okay, have sure, you, that's your neighbor. Have like, you no. watched him in other things? You know what? I in, have only watched him. I've watched um, him in. Uh, I've seen two episodes of that Vice Principles. Okay, but um, I haven't. Have I you, Chris? no. Eric he, had, was, he was in the Hateful Eight, and he was. Oh. he was a. Um, 
pretty amazing. Okay. In that. I mean, it's well, a, he's just pretty amazing. Yeah, like, and I mean, it's the same kind of thing where, like, there, the Hateful Eight is. Think of it what you want as a, as a movie. I don't know if you're Tarantino fans, anyhow. But like, basically, it's a lot of actors just like. It's a lot of great like ISO ball for actors where it's yeah. like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give it to this person and yeah. So so I I was I that was my only experience with him in that. Yeah, but he's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think the show. Um, I just like that. You know, I know it sort of has the slow to get start, but I almost like the confidence of that. I almost like that. It's like, well, we'll get to where we're going, and if you want to be with us, great. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, then I read it as, wow, were they lucky that like I guess you get, but you get a full season order, yeah. but like, um. That that the fact that people stuck with it when it changed as much as it did, um, yeah, because I yeah, and I don't know how much the narrative of the show, like how much it built an audience through streaming, like other shows did too. Yeah, I don't know. I know that um, I don't know if it was so much through streaming. I mean, there's only five episodes of Justify or five seasons of Justify, five or six. Mm-hmm. No, I can't remember six. But that's pretty six. similar to Breaking Bad. Yes, but um, so I don't think it's just been a streaming thing because they just finished last year, right. like last year, and um. The other thing uh, that I like that I was going to say is that um, Elmore Leonard was deeply involved in Justified. So I also like mm. that because this isn't a case of sort of like an artist's work being adapted and they're like, what Actually, was he involved through, yes. the, through the run of the show? or um, My understanding is at least the first four seasons okay. and then... Um, I'm trying to think, but the, I like I can't remember for the last two. But there was never like a dispute. There was never the writers never. I mean, they add writers, but like they never lose writers. So unlike Gilmore Girls, we don't right. see like executive producers um, leaving. Sure Paladino doesn't leave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a big fan of FX, The Americans, and um, Graham. Oh, I'm trying to think of Graham Yost. Graham Yost is one of the um, producers and and right. uh, he's, direct. He's a showrunner, isn't he? For FX, The Americans. No, no, no. For, for uh, Justified. Well, both. So yeah. Justified first, and then. F- and then the Americans is okay. where Graham Yost has gone. Okay. Uh, now that Justified is over. Have you read really the, like the Elmer Leonard story? I've read one hole. of them. That's so Fire in the Hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay. Is that is that uh, if if as a if you like the show, is that an interesting read? Yes, okay. Elmer Leonard wanted Timothy Oliphant to be Raylan Gibbons. Okay, so. interesting. I'll have to find mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So Amy, um, yes. part of the show is called Amy Makes Us yes. Try Stuff. So we tried yes. something. Do you have anything new for us? I do try? have something new for you. This one is so much easier, Chris. This oh, is dear. like a two-hour commitment. So this is a two-hour commitment. So we have two options, and the reason oh. that we have two options is because one of the options is about to, um, like, is about to vaporize, which makes oh. me so sad. Um, oh. Okay, is so, it like an ice castle we're supposed to visit? No. Or, oh. no so here's <laughs> the thing. So one of my favorite things, one of the things that I really enjoy, is um, exposing myself to new and different foods. Yep. Um, and going to new types of restaurants. Mm-hmm. And also one of my favorite friendships here at work, who you two are also friends with, is my relationship with Dan Yum mm-hmm. in the philosophy department. And um, Dan um, and his wife, Heather. Thank and then, God the show isn't called Dan Makes Us Try Stuff. So. Yeah, no, this is not that. <laughs> but anyway, um, Dan and Heather, um, his wife, we often will get together with them and our kids to do happy hours and things like that. And I always ask Dan for restaurant recommendations. And Dan actually is always able to give me restaurant recommendations. Like when I've gone to New York City, I text Dan or I'm in Chicago. And I text Dan. And anyways, um, something that uh, Eric, my husband, really enjoys, but we did not have it here in the cities, um, was a Korean, a, a, an actual traditional grill at the table, Korean barbecue. Mm. We do since actually have one that's not super great, so you're not going there. Oh, okay. But there is an excellent Korean restaurant that um, there's two of them now, but the original one is in um, 
is in a strip mall in, um, techn- it's like on the border of Egan and Mendota Heights. It's about 25 minutes south of campus, pretty mm-hmm. close to, to me, not too far from me, but the restaurant is called Hoban. Okay. And Hoban is a Korean restaurant. It's mm-hmm. a family owned restaurant. It's been in the strip mall for 20 some years, I think. So this is like your, it's like nothing super fancy. It's yep. like in the strip mall, right? Yep. But it also has karaoke. So if you two want to do that, you could. Now I'm not requiring Sam, you to Sam, what's your do- go-to karaoke song? Oh yeah, do you have a go-to? No, no, no. You've got do you have one though? Do no, you no, have because, a go? Okay, you guys. But if you did, but no, here's the thing: you've been my friends for a long time. Do I have a karaoke? No, no but everybody should just but just if, because. But if crazy terrorists. I would yes, rather, exactly. I would take the bullet. I, w- I really would. <laughs> what are your two? Do you have oh, two? I, got, I, um, I don't have enough. I have two, but I or uh, like lip sync either. My, you know, my be go-to uh, rock band song, yeah. which I will use for karaoke, is uh, "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys. Good, that's a good one. I can see that. That's good. So I have two? Yep. Well, I think it's good to have two sort of different genres. That's the way I approach it. Oh, man. I don't know why this came into my head, but um, something off of R.E.M.'s Automatic for the People, maybe like Drive or something like that. That might be kind of fun to sing. See, I would rather sing Islands in the Stream with my wife. So I'll go with that. A lovely choice. (laughs) Nice. Lovely choice. Nice. I will sing either part. In that vein, um, I have two. And so one of them is 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Classic. So That's fun. Fabulous. It's yeah, a I, I, great I didn't, song. I didn't pick fun songs. I should go back to Super and pick fun. fun. But then the other one, which is a really nice contrast, more recent, mm-hmm. is um, Rihanna Umbrella. Like, also a great one. So, like, just a really nice little combo. So, my, anywho. My daughter, who's five, does not know that song because some of the lyrics. Sure. Uh, but she has learned that when I, if I hand her her umbrella, she'll say, thank you for my umbrella, Ella, Ella. That is so cute. <laughs> That's really funny. So, anyway, so what I would like you guys to do is I would like you to go to dinner at Hoban. And I okay. also would like to have at least an element of control with what you order. Oh. Like, like. Peter. I would like I would like advice on what to order. Yes, so because that would be um, one of the one of the um, main dishes comes in an extremely hot clay pot, mm. um, and uh, anyway, there's a couple of dishes. Um, there's Korean pancake. I can't remember the exact word, and so now I feel a little uh, bulgogi. Korean a oh, Korean yeah. pancake. Oh, yeah. Bulgogi is the beef. And then mm-hmm. there's a... Um, so anyway, I just think you guys would really enjoy it. I think you would enjoy the experience of going there. I think you would really yeah. like the food. And to me, this is one of those... Um, something I learned from a friend, something that um, we really enjoy. The other thing I was going to have you do, and this is where I'm like super bummed. One of my other favorite restaurants that I was mm-hmm. going to have you try in downtown St. Paul is a restaurant called the Tan Popo Noodle Shop. Mm-hmm. And Tan Popo has been... It used to be on Cathedral Hill. It used to be up right by where we had lunch. Remember when we went to sure. lunch with, we went to Red Cow mm-hmm. um, for lunch in the fall. And um, it is also a family owned. It's a husband and a wife. The wife is from Japan. It is a Japanese restaurant. And um, our family went to Japan last summer. We really love Japanese culture. Um, and our kids love udon, which is one of the types of noodles. Yes. It's different than soba. It's a different type of noodle. And um, we loved it. And then we have had Japanese at various restaurants in the cities, but we went to Tampopo Noodle Shop and it was like being back in Japan. Like it is mm. as close to authentic udon as you can get. It is amazing. But they are closing on May 23rd. So mm. I looked it up and after 17 years, the husband and wife are just like, hmm. their kids are at an age where they're like ready for a new venture. They don't yep. want to be doing 
And I figured you two can't get there before the 23rd. If anyone's interested, we're actually going either tomorrow night or Saturday night <laughs> with our children. But like, um, it is so, so to me, just these, either one of these, mm-hmm. Hoban, which if you need more planning, I love Tampopo. So I'm really bummed about that because it is definitely what I was going to have you do. But, um, mm. it just represents a lot of things. It represents new adventures with friends. It represents the beauty and the benefit of having friends who come from mm. different cultures. Um, it represents for me exposing, if you want to bring your kids, great. For us, it represents exposing our kids to um, different cultures through food, which sometimes can be a really great way to do it. It It is sort of the supporting the diversity we have here in Minnesota. I mean, sure. I don't mean to sound too noble, but but I actually, Sam, you and I have a lot of shared restaurant loves. Um, and I also really love restaurants in St. Paul and try to promote mm-hmm. St. Paul. So even though Hoban is technically in Mendota Heights, it's still closer to being a suburb of St. Paul. And Tampopo Noodle Shop is downtown St. Paul in Lower Town, right by um, the Saints Stadium. Oh, okay. I'm presuming yeah. Chris and I will probably do this meal together. Well, that's what I was I think, hoping. I think it's what you try to do. That's yeah. what I was yeah. thinking that. Yeah you would do yeah so we can yeah we can when, when we're done here we'll take a look at our calendars yes yep, exactly yes and then when you figure out when you're going and where you're mm-hmm. going i'm assuming it's probably going to be hoban just for convenience sake um then i would like to at least have some menu insight and i, oh, I will sure. let you order for me oh, i'll let word. you tell Fantastic. me what to order. Yeah, i assume right. like amy makes us try stuff like you, you you can be present right oh i would love that if okay. it worked okay. out yeah. i think that would I be super fun try that, yeah. um and okay. i do i will take into consideration allergies I, have no, I will. I have no well, allergies. that's fantastic. Well, and also aversions, food, restrictions. food aversions. Living, I don't really want to eat things that are alive. Okay, then I we will, will keep the live squid out of the. Actually, but. if it's really good, though, I would try it. <laughs> well, you're braver than me then with that one. So yeah, well, I look forward to this next Great. idea. I think that it's one. One, it's going to be easier. But I'm glad <laughs> I am pleased. So can we? I mean, we kind of need to vote. Do we find this one a success? Would oh, yeah. we say? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. And and, yeah. and I will say, Amy, I don't know if um, we won't we won't rope everyone in on the same schedule here. But yeah. when I finish season two, I'd love to just do oh, a pod and just yes, talk about it. So absolutely, I would love that. Um, I'm going to rewatch you're season with me two. This summer, so it'll be yes, easy season to two is my time. favorite. Up is my favorite okay. series. So, um, did you, were you a last watcher? I can't remember. Yeah, Jeremy Davies. Do you remember Jeremy Davies? Who like, was he? He was uh, he was one of the scientists. Like he came in at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't like that whole plot. Like, but he is one of. He also won an Emmy for his guest starring role in season two. It's amazing. Okay. So anyway, yes. So um, I look forward to our shared meal together. Thank you guys for, I know Absolutely. the hours and hours of time that you spent watching Justified. Around that 13. Means, yes. Yeah. Well, I think you're better for it. I really do. <laughs> yep. thanks, for, thanks for doing this. Thank you. Chris, you want to close the show? Well, um, Amy, thanks for making us try something. Yeah. We're going to try something else here. Next time you hear back from us, we'll have consumed either some noodles or some Korean food. Um, on behalf of my colleagues here uh, from the uh, AC building of Bethel, Uni- Bethel University, go Royals. Go Royals.